Hi, this is Maurice LaMarche, and uh, that name will mean nothing to you, nor the sound of my voice, unless I become the brain from TV's Pinky in the Brain, or Calculon, the star of all my circuits from Futurama. Oh, uh, he is a bottle, so from Futurama. Puny human, this is Morbo the Newscaster. On tonight's news, you're listening to Still Toking With on the Dorkening Podcast Network. I will destroy you. Persons under 18 will not be admitted. Hey, hey, happy Wednesday, everybody. You are watching Still Token with my name is Leo. I'm the monkey behind the keyboard here. We have a great show scheduled for you as always. And uh, with us, let me find him here. Benjamin. Yay. Happy 2024. I want to say that right away. You know, we've been blessed to be going into our fifth season with so many amazing guests over, over the years. But tonight's guest is in the next category, folks. It, it, legendary, and she is above that. I don't know what is above it, but that's where she is. And I'm just going to kind of leave it right there and, and, and let Jeffrey uh, do what he does. Jeffrey. She's she going to be one of my favorites now. I first met her a couple of months ago because she called me sassy. So I guess I'm a little <laughs> sassy. I like that. I like that. Let's just bring it right in. Let's welcome Kathy Garver. Hello. Iconic. Would that be good? Is that above legendary? Can we vote for that one? I do like that. That, that. that is perfect. Iconic. I will have to put that into the show notes. All right. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> happy New Year. Happy, New, happy Year. New Year to you. Hopefully 2024 is going to be better than 2023, which was better than 2022. Well, they say that the Chinese, uh, that this has, I think, five Saturdays, five Fridays, five Sundays. That only happens uh, once every 834 years, and it means lots of money and abundance. So I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> I like to put money in the coffers. It's a good thing. Right? Right, yeah. right. And we ended right. the year with one, two, three, one, two, three, which is unique in itself, too. Right. That's true. Yes. We take on any little thing that we can hold on to that is going to bring us luck and abundance. That's the wisdom of an icon. That is. That is. Uh, okay. Right. Wow. <laughs> you may wonder, why am I an icon? Is that what you're wondering? Oh, well, you I, know all your platforms. Oh, no. And all well, the viewers, see, why I am an icon. I know why you're an icon because I went to print my show notes and it became a book. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second, you actually printed your PG, show notes. right? PG book. <laughs> I, 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 well, I, I had to print some show notes because she's she has been involved in everything, everything, literally in the entertainment industry from A to B to Z. She has done something in there, she has been. In the industry since I believe 1953. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. um, Careful. Hey, just yeah, it's because I'm a Sagittarian and we, we can't stick with one thing. We have to have lots and lots of things to keep us occupied so we don't do bad things. So you can okay. keep on what, the trail. <laughs> one of the things that excited me was that when I read that you were in uh, you were in a, you played a zombie, actually. I did. I did. Yes. And I was watching your uh, trailer in the preface here, and I was in the zombie movie, but I did an audition for Liquid Death. And oh. in my audition, I thought I was wonderful, and I get eaten by a zombie, and they're taking out my insides. But I didn't get the part. I perhaps overacted, which um, my husband says I do quite frequently. But I, I tell him, I say, <laughs> I overact in life. Why would I not overact in you know, a role. So anyway, maybe they just thought you were too cute to be in a zombie movie. <laughs> maybe either that, or they looked at her resume and they went like, we just can't do this to her. <laughs> right. Either that, or is she still alive? I thought she was dead. <laughs> you know, so no. Okay. So I got a really weird question that I want to ask right off the bat, because I was getting conflicting reports based on different things that I was reading. Okay. Are you five, one or five, four? Well, it depends on what size shoes I have on. 
I, well, it does. <laughs> I can be really almost any height you'd like. I can be five one, or I can be five four, or five, five, or even tall. If you'd like. Okay. Well, I can't. I get. I just can't discount that answer. So. <laughs> no, you can't. It's rational. It's correct. You know, but most people get their height measured without their shoes on. So. Oh, you want that measurement? Well, I don't know. I keep. I think I'm getting smaller. Once upon a time, I was five feet and half an inch, and that's rounded up to five foot one. But okay. I usually put in my resume that I'm five four because I usually wear shoes when I go on an interview. Okay. okay. See, so that, that explains it. Perfect. Yeah. Right. So that there you have. It. <laughs> I know that was an odd question, but I wanted to get that out of my head. Okay, so how tall am I? You're five foot half. <laughs> okay. All right. I just have house shoes on now because I'm at my house in a Zoomer. So, so you're now, five three today. Uh, okay, I was yeah. going to say five two and a half because I was going to do this right in the middle. <laughs> oh yes, yeah. see, you're 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 such a mediator and an ameliorator. This is good. This is why you guys make such a good couple. And then Leo's got you all with the sound and the looks. It's uh, you know, it's a Leo. Nice Leo keeps Leo likes to keep the show on the tracks. Mm. You it, know, it, it's a very difficult job at times. Oh, you think? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, you talk to him for five minutes. Is where are you going with that exactly? It's the process, Leo. It's like wrangling cats that are on cocaine. You know, it's it's. it's <laughs> <laughs> did you see? Did you see Cocaine Bear? The movie yes. Cocaine Bear. Loved that it. Was, that, it's so funny. I swear to God. Never, I've never taken cocaine. I don't, I don't usually do drugs. I don't know why I'm doing a show with still token, but. <laughs> the, the cocaine it was so funny that bear i i love that bear actually <laughs> that was a great flick i loved the whole thing well, yeah yeah but was. she she wasn't in that flick no i wasn't no. but i enjoyed watching it okay i mean so i mean it was kind of immersive you could be immersive it could be interactive it's a good absolutely. thing absolutely yeah absolutely so let's go way back what was the very first role that you ever played I played, and you'll like this, seeing like the, the tenor of this show in particularly, was The Night of the Hunter. Now, this was one of uh, Charles Lawton's, directed it. It was his first and last movie. And it starred Robert Mitchum and Shelley Winters and Lillian Gish, Peter Graves, Billy Chapin, who was Lauren Chapin's brother. And it's about this murderer who is a preacher. And when it first came out, it just got awful reviews. And it has now become a cult movie. It's like one of the best horror films that has ever been made because it's a psychological thriller. And it's not all the big effects with the zombies and, and the this and the that. It's a story. It's a story. And people are engrossed in the story. And it's scary story. So, um, but there isn't any like real blood and it's beautifully done. The cinematography is super, super good. I recommend this movie. And so that was the first thing <laughs> I was in was a horror film. <laughs> I was and the very Go figure. Go figure. Go figure. Right? And the scene it was in the cellar of this house where this crazed preacher is trying to get um with the brother and me and, and trying to take us and to kill us or do something bad with us. He's trying to find the money and uh, we're in his way. So he breaks all this glass and everything. So that was the first thing. Then I went to the 10 commandments yep. Yep. <laughs> from horror to holy. So yep. God was looking after me. He wouldn't let his little girl go astray. I was a very tiny girl. I mean, it, this wasn't the silent version of 10 commandments, but I was still a, a very small girl. Right. Yeah, that came out in. Um, oh, we're not talking dates here. <laughs> <laughs> we're not talking dates or heights. Didn't you get oh, that at the beginning? There, so yeah. Okay. <laughs> I need some water after this. Right? <laughs> By the time we I mean, done, you might need some wine. <laughs> that comes at five o'clock, and where okay. I am, it's only four twelve. My husband, my dear husband of forty-two years, puts. I have him trained somewhat. But he put out a nice little glass of Chardonnay for me on the entry table at five o'clock every oh. night. Yeah, so 
That's that's nice. Oh, that's yeah. sweet. That is sweet. Yeah. Isn't that nice? That is sweet. Right, right. Are you so, listening, Anne? <laughs> <He's downstairs. laughs> See, I, I can't say that to my wife because, I mean. She, you haven't been married for 42 years. Well, no, no. You know, married long enough, but she likes to bring me my dinner. Oh, well, so, that's nice of her. Oh, yeah. I mean, everywhere we go, she'll, I'll make your plate. I'm like, I can do it. She's like, no. So I sit there and I just watch everybody stare at me. Well, she's a caretaker. She's a nurturer. She loves you. That's why. I mean, no. Yeah, I get the foods over there. <laughs> <laughs> now you have a modern relationship. I would say that Ben's relationship is, you know, I don't want to say old-fashioned, but it um, it's a little old-fashioned because your wife seems like Jeff a little bit more modern. I actually am old fashioned and I, after he is so kind to bring me the wine and I drink a little bit of wine, then I just have a wonderful time making him dinner with the wine. Oh, and, and so I, he and I, I bring it to him. And so that's, that's okay. So that's, nice. that's what you, uh, that's what you have to do, Jeff. Give your wife a little wine before it's Yeah, that, I might have to start doing that. We, we've been married for 36 years, so maybe it's time. Yeah. Yeah, so, so what she's telling you is to give her a glass of wine, not go down there in wine. Yes, you, you don't need the oh. H in there. There's W-H-I-N-E and W-I-N-E. <laughs> Homophones, they're called, I think. Okay, yeah, so to, in my household, it would be vino. Vino? Vino. Vino is very nice, but in Italian, the wine, a pino grigio, it's good for you. See? Yes, it's very good. Very good for you. Yes. And this is why she's iconic, folks. <laughs> <laughs> so, like you said, you yeah, you went, you know, from the horror to the holy, and then you did a lot of cameo appearances in some really big TV shows. Yes. Yes. Um, the TV was just coming into the fore and making that transition. So some of the first television series shows, appearances that I did were in black and white. Like mm -hmm. Fathers, know, Fathers Knows Best. That yep. was one of the things. Armis Brooks, that was black and white. And actually, Family Affair was one of the first shows in color. I'll right. say that day. That was 1966. And But all the shows that I had done before that were primarily in, in black and white. Right, right. Yeah, so and you, the white woman were... was black and white. I know yep. that. The Bing yep. Crosby show. Right. Yep. yep. Mm -hmm. Patty Duke. Patty Duke show. Milton yep. Burrell show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, hello. Yeah. Folks, this is why she is iconic. No, Look this at is the why name. I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> I can remember all those things and actually was immersive. That's a modern word in those things. Now, of all those, uh, all those daytime, you know, the, the cameos you did over, you know, during that course of your career, does one stand out more than the others? I I enjoyed doing the Patty Duke show, and I did like three or four episodes of that as her friend Monica, and we became very good friends, uh, and up, up until she died. And one of the books that that I have written, I've written like five books. I have another one coming out this year was Surviving Sissy, and she was kind mm -hmm. enough to write the foreword in it. And then what was really special to me is that there was a man, Bob Jankowski, and he was writing a book about Patty in the presence of greatness. And she died, unfortunately, before the book came out. But it was it's an excellent book, and he asked if I would do the audiobook version of it. I've done like 80 audiobooks, mm -hmm. one for audio awards. And so it was like uh, <laughs> an homage to her. I felt like she was like right with me. And, mm. you know, it, it, the spirit, talking about spirits of, of zombies or good spirits, her spirit was just like right there. And I could almost like feel her voice coming through me as That's I read cool. the book uh, of, about her when he's asking her questions and then she's answering him in this book, In the Presence of Greatness. Wow. Hmm. So you, that one that one stands out in my mind very much so. Okay. Did you have a hard time uh, reading that book? Because uh, she had passed, you see, you know, so did, would, emotionally, was it more difficult than a lot of the other ones? 
That's so interesting that you ask that because that has never really been asked. And yes, it was. It was very hard. I felt, I felt really, really, really sad, uh, and and very moved because she was, she had so much strife and, and trouble in her life, and and that made me very sad. Um, and from drugs to this, not drugs, and then she had the bipolar condition, which was not diagnosed until way, way, you know, into her life. Mm. And she wrote, uh, my name is Anna. She wanted that was her always the struggle to who am I really? You know, I'm not Patty. My name is Anna. And to to find her identity and, and to be strong with her identity. So she had, a, yes, it was kind it was a kind of a sad life in, in many ways. Okay. Even though yeah. she's an Academy Award winner and, and so well remembered and loved. But it's hard sometimes being an actor. And, you know, it's it's a lonesome kind of business at times. Right, right. Because the it people... must be a great, great audio though, because I mean you've got real feeling put into it. Yes, it won it won an award, um, I think a platinum award for uh the, the audio book and, and my narration. I can't remember exactly which one that was, but anyway, yeah. Cool. Yeah, and you said it could be lonesome at times. And what the fans and viewers don't realize is what goes on when the camera's off. Yes, and so many people yeah. are are sad. And another book that I wrote was Ex Child Stars. Where are they now? Mm -hmm. And the the child star has all this adoration, and public relations are putting them here and there, and. They have makeup artists and hair people and wardrobe people, especially one that's uh, on a TV series. That's my book covers primarily those uh, television child stars. Mm -hmm. And then they're not on the series anymore. And then they're 13 or 15 and they're tweeners and they don't know, first of all, who they are. And all of the adoration is gone. And then lot of times the money is gone because the parents have spent it or did not save it uh, mm -hmm. as in my fabulous hi mom and dad uh, parents did and and then they get on drugs because then they're depressed mm -hmm. and uh, then you see such a plethora of overdose with all these kid actors because they're sad they're depressed they're, they're penniless they don't have any money poor Nisa Jones on Family Affair that played Buffy, absolutely adorable, smart, spirited little girl, took an overdose. And uh, and Johnny Whitaker, that played Jody, was on drugs and and alcohol and drugs. And his family finally did an intervention and said, "And this is public, you know." Yeah, I'm not saying anything out of right, right, school. right, right, right. You know, this is public knowledge. Did an intervention and saying, "If you don't stop drugs and everything, we're going to divorce you as a family." So he got his act together and he stopped drugs, but others were not so um, so lucky. So lucky, right? But it's a high percentage too, unfortunately. Very, very high. Rusty Hamer from Danny Thomas, and he had an unfortunate, and that caused Paul Peterson. Do you know Paul Peterson? He was on the Donna Reed show, and he started an organization called A Minor Consideration to help these. Not, not the ones that are with the pickaxes, but the M-I-N-O-Rs that were really having trouble and mm -hmm. to try and give them the path. Right. Well, that's, that's a good point. You can yeah, talk now while I have some water. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, you did stage work too, didn't you? Back in Lots the day? of stage work. Mm. From Shakespeare to uh, comedy, and that was the time that they they also had dinner theaters. I love dinner theaters, really. I thought it was such a great concept, and people can eat, and they can be entertained, and they were fun comedies to do, and they paid well. And that was after Family Affair, and after I'd gone to London to the Royal Academy of Dramatic Art, and I had graduated from UCLA with a bachelor's degree in mm -hmm. speech. That's why I talk so much. Um, <laughs> um, and so that was kind of filled a niche, trying to find what I wanted to do besides acting, which I like to act. So, but that continued and I did a lot, a lot of stage plays. Then I came back and got into the voiceover world. Right. Which, uh, which was fun. 
Yeah, and I'm you, still in that. Right. You uh, you were in some pretty amazing stuff. Uh, obviously, you know, Spider-Man and his amazing friends. You were Firestar. Uh, what are some memories of that? And, and what are your honest thoughts about Miss Lion? <laughs> I ain't lying about Miss Lion. I'll tell you that. It's always good to have a dog in a show, whether it's a live show or it's an animated show. And Frank Welker, who, you know, was the Mel Blanc of the modern age, he can do, I don't know how many voices. And he is known in Hollywood for being the best purveyor of animal voices that ever lived. And so he he played um, Iceman as well as Miss Lion. So he was, <laughs> yes, I'm Iceman. And so he could, you know, instantly go back and forth. Disney, since Disney bought Marvel, Firestar has had a real insurgence. As a matter of fact, I just got a, an email uh, today and they said, well, I have a podcast about the X-Men and would you be interested in coming on and talking about Firestar? She's really hot right now. That's my word, hot. Well, <laughs> she is <laughs> in many ways. Where is she? This this is a big one that they just brought out. And this is a oh, statue. This is a statue of... Wow. Um, of Firestar, but also, I mean, I, last year they brought out the little the little toy, and mm -hmm. then this is the bigger toy. Now Leo is talking about there's Ms. Lion over there, or oh, that's mirrored. It's on our other side. Uh, there's Ms. Lion. I do not know why Firestar has two heads. I mean, <laughs> this is interesting. Is she losing <laughs> her? She's not losing her mind. But just <laughs> does she have a different mask or something? Uh, so a lot of those figures, uh, people do like uh, posing them and you know doing like dioramas and stuff like that. Yes, and I think that's it. And this one, her hair is like in front, and then in this one, her hair is waving in the back. So I did ask someone about that, and they say if they put them on a stand, as you say, they can yep. mold them pose and them, yeah. make them pose them. And then, see, I just got all kinds of things over here. And this is, they, they brought out all three of us. And okay. now they're even a bigger set of all three. God knows what's wow. going to come out in 2024, but I'm anxious right. about it. Bring it on. It's all, it's all fun. It's all fun. Well, I mean, you mentioned Disney. They're, uh, they're bringing back the, uh, the old X-Men cartoon. Uh, I could only imagine them bringing back the old Spider-Man cartoon as well. That'd be uh, that'd be amazing. It's on every Saturday. And so it's on the Disney channel, the Spider-Man and his amazing friends. And we now finally get residuals from that. We did not get residuals from Family Affair, but we do get residuals from Spider-Man. And I think there's been talk about a live action Firestar. I'm a little old to play that, but I could play Aunt May. That's a really good idea. I just got cast today in a movie that I'm going to do at the end of January, which is Christmas at Roanoke Ranch. Actually, it was it was kind of my idea, and there's a long story, and I'm not going to bore you with all the story, but it's about um, therapy horses and and kids with disabilities. And of course, it's a Christmas movie, so mm -hmm. there's the the I own the ranch. There's the my daughter who falls in love, you know, with the guy, and you know, boy gets girl, boy loses girl, boy gets girl. So that's the traditional thing that that's in it. But it's in Michigan in, in the end of January, beginning of February, and I hear it's cold in Michigan. Yes, I'm it is. born in in Los Angeles, and I'm used to it's cold here at 54, very very cold, and I look yeah. at saw what it was in Lowell, Michigan. It's like 15 degrees. Whoever heard it? 15 degrees. <laughs> but that's what that's that's like during the day when it's warm. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, Jeff. You have made this whole, you know, uh, expedition that I'm going to Michigan so much you more know, interesting now. Yeah. I can hardly wait. Well, when you get in that cold, there'll be parts of your body exercising that haven't exercised in a while. Well, yes. Yeah, it's called, your, it's called your lungs. <laughs> they don't breathe, right? No, no I, they freeze. I, I asked the I asked the director producer. I said, "Okay, now, 
because he says, I don't want to scare you up, but it gets cold here. And I said, well, do you have those nice little hand warmers, those nice little foot warmers? And and then in between sits, do you have a great big woolly blanket? So hopefully they'll have that and I can. They have the battery big, like blanket coat things. Yes. Heated. I, I've heard things that you can stick into your coat and, and it's, mm -hmm. uh, of course, I look like Santa Claus in that <laughs> a little bit. I, I don't want to look. Well, like the, you know what the players wear on the side of football games in the middle of winter they're like this yeah. big oh 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 i know what you yeah. yeah like yes i know what you're talking about that that would be a great idea could you send me one please i mean <laughs> um, just because i like you guys <laughs> okay well I'll, is, is, I'll that, make, is that such a big thing to ask for i'll have to make a height adjustment on it <laughs> just cut it in two you can keep the bottom and then use it as a shawl <laughs> or give it to your wife and then maybe um you know she'll bring you dinner <laughs> you know we're helping you jeff you know well you know i my mother-in-law is four foot ten so <laughs> yeah well yeah. i have a six foot seven stepson wow so okay. there you go I'm five feet, he's six foot seven. My husband's six foot three. So our son is like 5'11". He got like right in the middle there, but. Hmm. Now, what about you, Ben? How about your kids? Oh God, they're all different heights. So it's yeah. Interesting I, the way genes work. Yeah, yeah. You look at some of them, you go, you sure you're mine? Yeah, that's what I say, anyways. But I know they're all mine because they all have my attitude. Oh, which is a good attitude. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It depends. It depends. <laughs> I'm relatively easygoing until somebody pushes the wrong button, and then I yeah. have the then I have the Italian slash Indian temper. American Indian. Yeah. Ah. And yes, Italian. That's very spiritual. Mm. Yeah, Do but when the two kids, Leo. Uh, we have a, a, a furry one. Oh, that's very sweet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, Italians, are, they can be very. Did you ever do the DNA thing? No. Did you ever do that, Jeff? What, DNA thing? No. You know, Ancestry 24. Ancestry. Yeah. I don't want my, my DNA out there. I don't want my DNA out there. Yeah. That could contaminate things. So my wife chimed in. Our children range from five foot four to six foot two. Ah, yeah. It's see, and and that's in my regular family. I have my sister is my height, and then I have a six foot brother and a five foot ten brother. So there you have it. It's genes. Well, yeah. I know my kids don't don't want to do that because of that very same thing. Because I don't yeah. want my DNA out there. No. So they're they're a little paranoid. They they won't even go on Facebook or anything. You could go on my Facebook though if you want. Which I'm, is I'm in the show open. notes. Yep. Yes. Leo, we'll down below along with all the links. About all this amazing stuff. Jeff just said. Yeah, but I'm going to let you do it because I like the way you do it too. Yeah, it's up above or down below, depending on where you're watching or listening to us. That's my Facebook. Is that what you're doing? Yes. Very yeah, nice. Your actually, your Facebook, your website, um, a lot of your social medias, so IMDBs and Wikipedias. You can go check out all the stuff because we're just not going to be able to cover everything. That this right, amazing but, iconic lady has done in her career. They and have the wrong age on all those things, especially IMDb. And IMDb is full of mistakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's they've got the wrong age, the wrong height. I don't know what's wrong with them. I don't look at the age and the height, anyways. Oh, okay, mm. you look at the spirit. That's what we should all look at. Just the right. Spirit. Yeah, right. I mean, when you're 35, you're 35. I mean, it's that easy. To... Even you know, that's it's but, okay. So I just want to say on your website, which is kathygarver.com, I saw you can buy a autographed uh, Firestar uh, artwork, which is totally awesome. So everybody watching, go get a fi uh, Firestar autograph. Yes. Well, and go it, buy your books. It's a great picture. And I'm going to have my, my website person put on these. As a matter of fact, I was thinking, because I'm doing the Pasadena Comic Con. Right before I go to that chili place called Michigan. That chili place. That chili place. And I don't mean the kind that, that has beans and hamburger. Okay. <laughs> okay. 
So I'm going to take a picture of the ones I just showed you. So they can be on my website and then people can buy them there. Also, my six foot seven um, stepson makes wonderful candles, sissy candles that are, are nice. Soy, soy candles that don't make smoke. It's what I had for uh, Christmas. I made uh, a Christmas memory from Kathy. But I did that as a a show. Truman Capote wrote a wonderful short story. One of the first things that he ever did was called A Christmas Memory. Very autobiographical. And so I have adopted that and I go to different places and I do like a stage presentation and then we sing Christmas carols and then we do a meet and greet and then so, I give them a little candle. And so, so hold on a minute. A sissy candle? Mm -hmm. Was it like a, a bust, like the head? No, it's a, it's a, where are they? I might have some around the room. They're, they're candles. Um, so uh, these are candles. You know what a candle is? You burn the candle. Yeah, I know what a candle is. So this was Happy Holidays um, from Kathy. Oh, okay, okay. It's a regular candle. Like, I, I didn't candle. know if it was like a figurine candle kind of a thing. Where you burn the top of your head with a wick. <laughs> I would not want that to happen to anybody. What's Except for zombie. You know, they're already dead. I mean, if you want to put a wick in your head, watch John Wick. And then John Wick gets into your head. But <laughs> we are going off on it. I'm going to bring it back, though, because you mentioned, you know, Christmas candles and Christmas songs and Christmas. You actually released a Christmas song. <laughs> yes, I did. Called Lem. The Orphan Reindeer? Is That's that right. correct? That's correct. That I was, was going to ask, do you sing that when you do these things? No, I haven't. But you know what? That's a good idea. I should do that. I'm going to I'm going to do that. I'll sing Lem the Orphan Day. You know who that was written by? Uh, that was written by... You're looking at your notes. I am. Yes. <laughs> Tommy Boyce, Bobby Hart, and E. Justin? Yes. This was... Um, this is, I am a hoarder, a wee bit of a hoarder. I have everything around me. Just, okay. This is, uh, yeah, Lem the Orphan Reindeer and Tommy Boyce and Bobby Hart wrote The Last Train to Clarksville and the theme for the monkeys. They were mm -hmm. very, very popular in the 60s uh, and, and 70s. And so they wrote me, <laughs> they wrote me this, this song and I was in the, the um, booth I was going to record my song. So I started thinking, in the very midst of nowhere, Santa hollered, whoa, it's spider time. And, and the producer says, wait a minute, what? But you're off key, he says to me. What do you mean I'm off key? And he says, you're not on the, you're not on the key. And then I read later that Dick Van Dyke was always a quarter of a note off. But anyway, they thought that I was off key, so I was one of the first rappers. And I said the song and I had a little children's chorus in the background that that sang the actual words that were on key. So I would say in the very midst of nowhere, Santa hollered, whoa, he'd spied a tiny reindeer struggling in the snow. So I said it and uh, they sang it. And that's a story of Lem, the orphan reindeer. That's it. But I like that. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. Yeah, I'll do that when I do next year, Christmas Memory. That would be really cool. If I remember to do it because I'm so old and I'm an icon. Well, I, 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 will I will text you to remi remind you. Because mm -hmm. you have my number now because, you know, you, you figured I out my last name. I had your number, Ben. I had your number when I first met you. <laughs> apparently, you're good at reading people. Yes, I apparently. Like people. I actually like people very much. I, I mean, do. when I'm not talking to you, I'm just kind of... And I, I, this is the last time I'm going to say zombie, but I, I'll walk zombie-like through the house. But I see a person, it just, oh, a person. It's got a heart. It's got a soul. I can talk to it. Well, some of them do. Well, yeah. The Not live always. ones. The live ones. Well, they might have hearts, but I've met some that don't have souls. I've met some evil people lately, which is so surprising to me. I always thought that people, I, I think the last five years, I don't know what's happened to people. But they're just like evil people. I said, what's mm -hmm. the matter with these people? I mean, they're cruel. They steal stuff. People have stolen titles to my book. They've stolen screenplays that 
I was attached to and I didn't get, I, and all of a sudden I'm not attached. Mm. I mean, they've stolen shows. I mean, what's wrong with people? They didn't do, people didn't used to do that. You shook somebody's mm. hand and that was your word. Now you have a contract and it doesn't right. really matter. Right, right, yeah. Right. Yeah, we've seen it, we've seen it, we know. That's yeah, my so unfortunate. See, but you, like you, a lot of people don't realize like consequences and everything. They're they're all out for themselves sometimes, and it's it's heartbreaking. I think that that's the main thing. They think, and okay, we're not talking about politics. However, no. any anybody, you know, and but Leo, I think that that's right. They just think, oh, this is a great idea. This is going to work. This is going to work. They think of that for the moment, and they have, they don't look and see the consequences of the actions of what's. A, how that's going to affect other people, how what the financial consequences of something like that will be. They just don't see the whole picture. Mm -hmm. I guess because life is a TikTok and people yeah. only see things in moments. Yeah. It's an Instagram. It's a Snapchat. Yeah. Right. What well, about enduring things? Accountability has kind of disappeared a little bit. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. Also respect for your fellow human, you know, it's... Like we're all in this together, you know, it's, you know, we're, you help each other. You don't try to, you know, put somebody down. Yeah. You don't step on them. Yep. Right. Yeah. I, I agree. And, it, and, and that's, that's too bad, but this is a new year and we're <laughs> going to have good spirit and people are going to be kind maybe. And people may have accountability. I, that's a good word. And uh, maybe things will get better. And everybody right. has a spirit and everybody's spirit may be wrong, but there is a grand spirit. How do they think people got here? I mean, because Big Bang, because of the amoebas that all of a sudden they're in the swamp, getting more cells around them to all of a sudden go into a fish to go into. Anyway, that's evolution. <laughs> no, it's just a farm for the aliens. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't you heard just the primordial pond? Jeff, you're not keeping up on your your alien information. It's all uh, religion. I've been a little busy. Okay. It's all religion. What have you been doing, Jeff? That's keeping you very busy. Hmm? What have you been doing that's been keeping you very busy? Getting your own dinner and and stuff like that? No, that's a long story that I can't bring up right now. Oh, is this a mystery? You're taunting us. No, I lost two people this us. month. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, so there's there's been a lot going on in my life. Mm. Oh, that's that's really sad. Yeah, that is yeah. my sister-in-law passed away three weeks ago. Yeah, which was very very sad. Yeah, it's hard, you know. Yeah, you know, but you work your way through it, and you know, have have faith in what's to come, and and you come on and do the show with us. I'm sorry. Yeah, I said, and then he comes on and and. He's on the show with us. Well, good. I'm glad you yeah. came. I'm yeah. glad. Well, I missed three straight weeks. So. Oh, well, I'm, yeah. I'm glad you're back because, you know, a memory becomes a treasure. And so you try oh, and absolutely. With, with those things, you say, ah, yes, that's the memory. Now that's a treasure. Um, I, I have a friend that takes that takes like a piece of, of material and, and makes like a little teddy bear. And so you have a, there's a legacy bear. So they're always there. I mean, they're always there, like even, you know, but yeah, it's, it's sad, but you're, but you're doing very well because, and, and see this piece, this is from one of my very, very dear friends, Sebastian, and he lost his mother um, about four months ago. And he was this close to his mother. And so I went down to Palm Springs and I did a, a memorial and he he gave me some of her jewelry. And when I wear this too, I think, oh, well, I've got, so I've got Francis here. Francis, you want to come and do the podcast with me? So she's there. And mm -hmm. he gave me this lovely purse and I was looking for something. I couldn't find it. I looked in the purse and there it was, the mm -hmm. only thing in the purse. So people leave little, and, and there's like little things, I think, that they, they leave around. Uh, something moved I uh, today even I was actually driving my husband to the hospital and I put this paper on the top of the uh, dashboard and we turned it up and it moved I know it could have been around the curve but there was something that it just moved it 
So anyway, I, I believe in electricity because one may die, but all of their energy and their electric, their electrodes and their electricity hang around in a clock or in a light. That's why the ghosts come perhaps in, in lights or in, in clocks or, you know, mm -hmm. in, in little sprigs of energy. So, energy could be in a sprig. And I think that would be good. Well, I'm so happy that you came, you know, because that's, that's it's good for me. It's so good for you. you have to get out and you have to do things. Absolutely. You know? Yes. Right. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. I mean, I got to get back into the shop. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm a woodworker, so I've got to get back into that. And, Why you don't know. you make like a, a, a little special thing for the person that, that you lost? Yeah. I haven't come up with what I want to make yet. That's the problem. That's still being formulated in my little brain. <laughs> Something that you know <laughs> signifies, you know, that person to you. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You know. And then you can make like a, a a little wooden thing of it, or a big wooden thing of it, or whatever. Yep. That's yeah. that's kind of you know next phase, next step. So. Because we all lose people, and it's. Oh it's, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it's not the first time. I mean, you know, it's well, right. you know, sixty years old. It's like it's it's that time, you know. Well, I remember there were two two years right in a row where there were a lot of people like child stars that that died, and it was um, uh, Davy Jones, mm -hmm. and uh, there were well, Cindy Williams just died lately, but you know, a lot a lot of people. I, I sometimes think that was like in the 60s where everybody was taking drugs. And now that they're in their 60s and, and 70s, that you just can't keep up with all those things that went on in your body, you know? Right. I yeah, the, phys the physical lot. being can only take so much. Right. Right. But you have to drink a lot of water. <laughs> Fluids. Well, I thought she was drinking water so that we could talk. <laughs> Yes. Okay. Talk now. So you've yeah. written numerous books. I've written five books. Right. Yes. I, my first book that I wrote was the um, Family Affair Cookbook. I really like to cook. I've had like three cooking shows, so I like to cook. And so this was my first one, and it's uh, it's. What kind of uh, recipes are in there? Well, these these follow um, each character's. Uh, so. Mr. French has a very gourmet chapter and Uncle Bill has potent potables, which are cocktails, how to make Manhattans because we lived in New oh, York, cool. okay. but, but other cocktails. Then the two kids have very easy, uh, ch uh, easy to make kind of chapter. I have Sissy Sizzles chapter. And and we I also said in this book, what happened to, to everybody. And then I wrote, um, X child stars. No, I wrote surviving sissy. I wrote surviving sissy. I'm here to talk about it. Then I wrote, uh, X child stars. Where are they now? But I was just at a convention. And I sold out of them, but this is X child stars. Where are they now? And then I wrote holiday recipes for a family affair, more good food. These are menus for every month five menus that you can make for all the holidays. And then the latest one is the Family Affairs Scrapbook, which mm. is really funny and fun and very bright. Mrs. Beasley has her own chapter and I'm meeting with Ashton Drake. I have a great idea for them uh, about, this Mrs. Beasley sells like about 150,000 a, a year still. I mean, in our show. Wow. You know, a couple years old, and but it's still on so many different platforms. Who knew it, there would be, you know, Roku and Decade, right. MeTV, and right, Amazon, right. and you know, all, uh, again, all of these uh, well, platforms. It's rekindling all of that. Actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, same for Firestar, and then same for like Mrs. Beasley, and they they are new, like little ornaments that they just brought out this year. They are the cutest things. Um, I don't have anyone's open, but it's just, do you know who Mrs. Beasley was? She yeah, was a doll in family yeah. affair. Yeah. And so oh, I don't have, 
I would have to open the box, I think. Now, so, didn't she have a, like a little funny hat on? Did she have a little like funny hat, Mrs. Beasley? Well, it's just like she had hair like mine, kind of. She was blonde hair. Okay. Although I, I, I'm not going to tell the idea that I have for Ashton Drake. It's really great. But anyway, well, they made a little tiny ornament of Mrs. Beasley. Yes, oh, yeah, there's okay. yes, Leo. You're so good. Look at you. Good, Leo. Look, that is an exact replica. Only it's just a little tiny one, and you push her, and she says eleven things. So she'll say, "I love you," or "Merry Christmas." So she says eleven phrases, as did the talking Mrs. Beasley. So, and that's just cool. this year. And then they're bringing out the um, the glass blown one. So, wow. I mean, you. <laughs> You can take the Mrs. Beasley out of the country, but you can't take the country out of Mrs. Beasley or something or other, or out of Family Affair or Sissy. Sissy will be around because Ben says she's iconic. I see she's iconic. He says I'm legendary. <laughs> well, Mrs. Beasley's got to be, in my opinion, one of the most famous dolls in the world. Yes. You know, and she, except for Barbie, I am wearing pink as an homage to Barbie. Not really, but uh for the she was the first little old lady doll and that's what made her stand out or be different and mm -hmm. and anisa and buffy carried her around everyone she had a personality and yeah. who wouldn't like a nice little grandma to talk to and be comforting and not be your mom and tell you stuff to do but be the only competition was um raggedy ann actually uh yeah raggedy yeah Ann. Yep. yeah and uh, mrs beasley was older you know, with glasses, you wear the little glasses. So, wow, so I, I was I was laughing because my wife chimed in and said that Mrs. Beasley doll looked like Leo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Leo. <laughs> you know, if we dyed your hair blonde, maybe. It's just the glasses. That's that's, that's funny. Yeah. Well, it's the same smile too. <laughs> That's funny. Sorry, it's Leo. That sarcastic smile. But I'm sorry, Leo. I yep. thought that was hilarious. So uh, I, I sent the. Um, that's nice sent that, you, that your wife is watching. That's nice of her. Oh, yeah. She loves you. Oh, so hi. I, I, I think I sent you met a her. picture to yeah. you, Leo. Oh, yeah. I met her at, yeah, at, you at did. the Northeast Comic Con. That's where we all met, was in Northeast yeah, Comic Con, yeah. right? Yeah. Yep. Jeff, I think Leo's. Yeah, I, for the I sent you a picture, Leo, from uh, 1968. Oh, you needed me to do something with that? Yeah, I wanted you to pull it up. Okay. Well, well, Leo looks for the picture. I do want to bring up something that I read, and that that's you're the president of the Family Affair Foundation. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Um, so I started that to help kids that couldn't read uh, very much or didn't have anybody to read to them. So mm -hmm. I started the foundation and uh, an outreach program. Mm -hmm. However, that was up in Northern California. Now I'm in Southern California. So I'm not as active in that as I was when I first started it. Because right. you have to build a whole new network. Right. So I came down here about four years ago. But still an amazing thing. Oh, thank you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I see that Leo has found the picture, so I'll let you go. Go ahead, Leo. I just thought it was really cool because I, you know, I came across the little bit of the article and I was reading it. I'm like, oh. So I hunted for an actual picture of the cover. Oh, thank you. You know, I think Leo's got it somewhere. Working on it. Hold on. Working on it. Well, Only a picture. And that's what's so nice about well, live podcasts. Yes. <laughs> right? It's, yeah, like they have yes, live yes. TV. So what do you have for new projects other than this, this Michigan movie? Yeah, and... so the... Um, there right. it is. Oh, Yeah. That, that was um, one of the top 100 TV guide covers. Yes. And there was the article in that about my uh, Family Fair Foundation. Mm -hmm. Right? Yes. I thought I just thought it was so cool when I saw yeah. that. I'm like, it brought back a lot of memories. Because I remember as a kid getting the TV guide. Oh, yeah. There was a very, very popular. Before we had Google or before we had streaming. Or before right. we, we knew what we were doing. Yeah. yeah, before you could just scroll and see what's on. Right. So I'm doing the Pasadena. Well, I'm doing Fred Williamson Celebrity Golf Tournament <clears throat> in Palm Springs. 
That's mm -hmm. the 12th and the 13th of January. So, and that's where the Gary Sinise Foundation, they're, they're benefiting. Mm. And then I do the Pasadena Comic Con in Pasadena of all places. Uh, and that's on the 28th of January. And then the 29th, I go to Michigan and, and freeze in this fabulous movie that I'm really, I really am looking forward to. Then I come back and um, I'm going to do a movie in June in uh, Nashville that's being produced by Dolly Parton and it's called Ooh. The Times at the Blue Jay Saloon. And wow. I really like this. Now you would like that. Well, I, you know, I shouldn't say that because that's a spoiler. Anyway, this, this is something that it, it's, um, it, it's, it's a nice movie and it's, it's, it's a PG movie. It's about two, two uh, younger girls. I play the, the grandma and uh, I die. Oh, I shouldn't say this. Okay. See, did, you I, didn't hear that. <laughs> <laughs> I did not say that. Anyway. So anyway, I'm doing that in Nashville and that's in June and July. Then I'm working on this show, this movie that hopefully we're just trying to get our last bit of funding. And that would be in Australia. And wow. that's in March. And I is he busy. Yeah. And that's uh, Pollyanna's wish. And it's based on the original Pollyanna uh, book. And that, um, what's her name? Um, you know, Pollyanna and uh, blonde hair, English, uh, uh, Parent Trap uh, with Brian Keith. Uh, um, yeah, and uh, it was redone. Um, oh, my goodness. See, you guys are as old as me. Come yeah, on, Leo. Okay. I, mean, I figured Leah was already Googling it. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So, it, Google Pollyanna because she she made Pollyanna's uh, Haley Mills. Haley Mills, who did that? Uh, that would have been oh Jeff, Ben. Did you get? Nope, it? no, nope. I didn't get it. One of our one of our viewers. Well, good for the viewer. Good good job, viewer. Good job, Haley Mills. Yes, so she did it, and then it was redone. But this is from the original book. Plus, it's going to be in Australia. So we're assembling the cast right now. I'm going to be like a producer, and then I play. Mrs. Snow, and with an uh, Australian accent. So, and it's being uh, directed by Nadia Tass, who is an award-winning director and a wonderful, wonderful director yeah. in Australia. So, I'm working on that. My new book that's coming out this this year is called "Romancing with the Stars," and I'm doing that with Doug Hartline, who started out as a fan, and we became good friends, and now we're writing this book together. So, we're almost done with oh, that. Cool. That should be out. So we're doing that, those things and, and some more products and, and taking care of my family, my 32-year-old son who never left home and uh, invited <laughs> his girlfriend to live with us 11 years ago. So I have my daughter in love. Will they ever get married? Do they ever get married? Do they ever leave home? They're not going to leave home because we're old and they know it's, that. It sounds like a Hallmark special. <laughs> oh, this is a good idea. You're bringing up really good ideas. So I'm going to do um, Lem the Orphan Reindeer, the next to Christmas memory, mm -hmm. and this Hallmark movie about, you know, these kids that have been here for 32 years, uh, that are 32 years old, and they're older parents that are. Everybody will watch it because everybody that has children relates to that. No, the because kids literally, literally, my wife and I, in July, our 32-year-old, please don't shoot me if I got his age wrong, our 32-year-old finally left home. But a month later, our 24-year-old moved in with her husband and our granddaughter. Into your house and, and took the space that your 32-year-old, if that's his Pretty age, much. Left, right? Pretty much. But uh, I, I wouldn't trade it because I do love my granddaughter. I love having her here. It's, yeah. I love having the younger kids there. I mean, look at my nails are these bright, sparkly gold things. And I would never have put turquoise nails on my feet, turquoise color on my feet. So this, um, my, my uh, daughter in love keeps me up on all the, the new things around. And she's Indian. Mm -hmm. She part of her, she's like Scottish, Indian, uh, Philippine, uh, in, something Spanish, but anyway, she has a big part that's Indian and she is super spiritual. Mm. She taught me about affirmations, saved my life. I love this girl, woman, 
she's just terrific. Very, she sages our house and <laughs> get all the bad things away. And she's she's really good. And I I love these affirmations. So we're we have amazing strength within us, all of us, in dealing with whatever there's there. You know that happens. We have amazing strength, and uh, we are kind, and we attract kindness, and we attract abundance. So you have positive electricity energy going out there and it's it's good it's all because and everything is a learning experience i'm sorry everything is a learning experience oh yes yes and that's another that's another thing you learn something new every day and then every a, a lesson maybe each day and then next day you're closer to where you're supposed to be or divine to be or whatever mm -hmm. Yes. Absolutely. So I do want to say we are coming up on time. So we only, we only have a few more minutes with our amazing, iconic guest this evening, folks. So if you got any last questions or last comments, get them in there now, um, because I know in about two and a half minutes, she's going to have a glass of wine waiting for her. <laughs> That's right. right. That's and that right. means that yes. she needs to, to have her wine and cook dinner. That's right. Actually, so, we're so, going out to dinner tonight, but I'm oh, just going to get my glass of wine before we go anyway. So I'm sure you've been asked this question before, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Do you have a standout favorite episode from Family Affair? Yes, my my, my favorite one is the waltz from Vienna. And uh, I fall in love with this uh, wonderful prince. And uh, I'm and he asks me to marry him. And I'm Austrian. This part of me is Austrian. The other parts Italian. Irish. Anyway, um, and he asked me to marry him. And then this stupid sissy says, oh, no, I'm in love with love. I have to go back to two little kids and a butler. <laughs> what are you thinking? <laughs> I don't know. He's so stupid. What's wrong with this girl? This is a prince in a castle. Fire and the writer. It, it was fun dancing, and, and he was very charming. Okay. So, there's another Hallmark movie. Yeah. Right? They do Prince movies. Yeah. Oh, they do all kinds of movies. Yeah, I could play the mother of the girl that wants the Prince. She's I thought you were going to say the Michigan movie was a Hallmark movie, by the way you were talking about it. I was like, I no, they should do a comedy called The Not-So-Charming Prince. Ah, I like it. Yes, I think this is good. Right. Good. Okay, let's write it. Let's get it out there. Let's go. We'll do it. I'm we'll ready. It. You ready, no. Leo? You I do all the audio the and text so oh, yeah. Prince. Yep. All right. <laughs> I'll write it all as one long paragraph. Okay. Yep. All right. So, Leo, your last question for our guest. Uh, well, uh, here's one thing that, you know, uh, we ask everybody in. And so what is something you dork out about that not too many people know about? Like we had Bruce Valanche on and, and we found out like he loves sunken vessels, you know, the history of like sunken ships and stuff like that. Is there something that, you know, you, you, you dork out about, you know, uh, that isn't really well known or, you know, just for you? Um, I like to garden. <laughs> I, I, I garden a lot. I have a magic garden that I, that I have set up. It's at the side of the house and it's Kathy's magic garden and magic things happen there. If, cause if flowers die, then they're phony flowers. I put just in there then they, they sprout up. And my son and daughter in love got me a lovely fountain to put in the magic garden. And then they got me a little, um, watering can that solar it has a solar come out and so when you pour things out it looks like water is coming out but it's actually a stream of lights that very light solarized oh, cool. so that was that was a new addition i'm getting I, I wanted three bags of mulch for christmas but santa did not bring my mulch and my son oh. said, you don't we want mulch for christmas do you i said yes i want mulch for christmas but i didn't get bags of mulch so probably someone wouldn't know <laughs> what's on the top of my list is mulch but there you have it, it needs to because it would finish off no well, i mean mulch is really only one step up from dirt so yeah no it's about four steps up it's it's much nicer than dirt the rest yeah. of my magic gardens in dirt that's why it needs to have the mulch to, make, to well, match it depends, <laughs> on the, depends on the dirt there's good right. dirt and bad dirt just like there's good rocks and bad rocks well oh, that's but mulch this is good <laughs> it's a brownish mulch, not the blackish mulch. It's a, it's nice, warm, earthy color. 
Then we had the ficus trees in my magic garden and flowers. Cool. Yes. So that's that's, that's what that's I don't know if that's dorking, but I like my Alexa. My I thought you were gonna say my tech dork, which is Alexa. I it, it could be any, oh, no, I, I can't I say gardening. right here. So if I you say Alexa, so she's she's perking up. Yeah, she's telling you that it's five o'clock and your wine yeah, is ready. It was five oh two. Oh, it's five oh two, Leo. Well, we'll wrap things up. Uh, let's see. I want to thank everybody for watching this fine evening. You know me. You know how to find me. Just Google me. But I run a little thing called the Dorkening Podcast Network. Head on over to thedorkening.com. You can learn more there. A lot of awesome people doing a lot of awesome stuff. And uh, so, Kathy, I know we have your website, kathygarver.com, and in the show notes and your your Facebook. Uh, where do you like people interacting with you on social media? Is it mainly Facebook? Yes. I like them to go to – I have my Facebook fan page. And then I have my personal pages is all full. So I like people to be on my fan book, uh, Facebook fan. And then I talk to them all. And then I have a newsletter that I send out so people can see where I'm going to be. And then I can see what's happening with them. I like to see what's happening with them also. Because I've, I've made so many good friends on Facebook. And I have like little pockets of people when I go to like conventions and get together. So. That's awesome. And I, I love it. You're doing a newsletter. You know, it, it's uh, I, I one of my jobs is working in email and I just I, I love that medium. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. Love it. I have my friends, Fred Asher and uh, Manny Cabahunga. And Fred was the co-author of my ex child star. So I give him thought like I just put out fodder for January about the different things that I'm going to do. Then he'll incorporate and put in this beautiful, colorful newsletter with um uh, graphics and pictures and he, he does great they both do such a great job oh that's awesome and my people... eyelash is coming off i never noticed that why didn't you guys tell me my eyelash was coming off where there i think yeah. so. i see i, I, <laughs> I didn't even I... notice <laughs> see you noticed it i didn't even notice it now i'm gonna look because you oh, well because leo gave me this great big close-up and i'm saying oh my god let me fix my hair and <laughs> Look at my eyelash. Okay. Can't be perfect all the time, you know? <laughs> uh, well, thank you, Kathy. And we'll kick it over to Jeffrey. Hold on. Let me fix my hair. <laughs> Looking good, Jeff. <laughs> uh, thank you, Kathy. It's been a pleasure, an absolute pleasure. Um, I tried not to be too sassy for you. No, you you were great. And as soon as I get that coat, I am really, really going to like you tons and tons. I'll send you some pictures from Michigan in in the big um, NFL coat. Oh, the big. Okay, all right. What what team? Oh, uh, uh, not telling, because then I'll oh, lose some of my fans. Okay, okay. So, uh, I, all right, I got an idea. I got the you know the best team, the best. Team. I, I got an idea. Well, that won't be us. So. <laughs> well, well, I was for the Niners for a while because I was in San Francisco, but the Ravens you know. are looking good. Anyway, there's there's lots of good teams out there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think you can pretty much get anything. So it uh it might even be a woman's team. Now I haven't seen women's football lately, and my husband let it won't let oh, us well, they play in lingerie basketball. usually, so huh? they play in lingerie usually. Oh, well, then I know I want a big coat. I'm going to Michigan. She's gonna I'm not going to Florida. I'm not going to Palm Springs. I want that big coat that you talked about that, that, that the oh football my. players wear. I just want to keep us on track, Leo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, it's difficult when we get to Jeff. He, he's he's normally the one that brings us off the track. So, uh, oh, but thank you very much, Kathy. And uh, as far as us, just uh, you know, go to skilltoken.com or Token with the Dead on Facebook. Uh, you know, leave me alone. Don't Google me. That's a waste of your time. Just you know, I'll answer you through Skill Token. That's me. <laughs> Okay. That's what I do. Do you still toke? No, I do edibles now. Oh, okay. CBD. Mostly. CBD, Mostly. Whatever CBT. No, I do CBD every day. It's it's good for the body. It, it, you know, it, it does a lot of good for you. There's you know? no hallucinogenic side to that. There's there's no yeah yeah. It's great for my sciatic back pain. It's great for all kinds of stuff. I use salves and and roll-ons and all that kind of fun stuff, and it really works. You know. Savs. 
Is that how you say it? I say solve. Solves. It's like you're going to solve a problem. So it's a salve. Salve. He did. He solved okay. the problem of the You have it your way. I'll have it mine. <laughs> <laughs> but I graduated with, with a bachelor's in speech from UCLA and a master's in Okay. Well, I was yeah. an English major. S-A-L-V-E, Sav. S-A-L-V-E. Sav. Salve. Sav. Sav. I don't know. I, I, took, I, I smoked marijuana once with Tommy Boyce and Bobby Hart on the, on the streets of uh, New York and pass right out. <laughs> I said, this is, as, as you can see, my personality, I don't need anything to make me, <laughs> you bubbly. know, bubbly or bubbly. energize bubbly. me or yeah. imagine more things than I do. I looked at the granite the other day in, in the uh, powder room and I'm, I'm seeing little pictures of, of my poor dog that I lost like six months ago. And they're like, I says, Oh, there's her head. And there's a little angel. See, I don't need stuff because I see it all the time. <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry. Wow. Okay, okay. We're, we're, we're out of time. <laughs> you haven't said goodbye to the legend. <laughs> uh, Benjamin. Oh, man. So, I want to thank everybody for coming out and hanging out for the kickoff of season five. Um, you know, every Wednesday night, we're going to have amazing guests. Probably not iconic, <laughs> but some of them might be. You never know who's going to be on the show. And I want to thank Kathy for coming out and taking time to chat with us. My it was pleasure. a pleasure. Um, we look forward to seeing you in the future uh, on the road or wherever. But uh, to all our veterans and first responders, I want to thank you. Oh, sorry. Let me rephrase it. We want to thank you for doing what you do so people like us can do what we do. Stay safe. We'll see you next week. We're out of here. Peace.